Welcome to If Not Us, a podcast dedicated to those making the world a better place. I'm your host, Sarah Ackerman, and today on the show, we're exploring the world of gentrification, the process in which the character of an under-resourced urban area is changed by wealthier people moving in, improving housing, attracting new businesses, and while on the surface that can sound really appealing, it kind of changes when you realize that it typically displaces the current inhabitants in the process. So to cover this, I have the pleasure of chatting with not one, not two, but three incredible guests from the show Intersection, producer Meg Mesmer, co-producer and actress Jenica Hill, and director director Avery O. Williams. Welcome, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. you. So uh, how did Intersection, like just from a baseline, how did Intersection come to be? Um, Okay, well, it's a long story because it's been what three years or more since it's been sort of um formulating yeah so i i'm a gentrifier uh basically my entire adult life i've been a gentrifier i started in detroit then i went to new york city then i went to um los angeles and now here in georgia and everywhere that i've been i have been a gentrifier because i end up going to the neighborhoods that i can afford and so it wasn't until i started buying and i bought a place in los angeles um, that I started and I flipped it, right? I, was, I thought it was so cool to be a flipper. And then I started to like look around at my neighbors and watch people moving out. And I was like, wait, wait. So this whole buzzword gentrification, like what does this mean? Moved to Georgia after that. And then knew I wanted to do something around the subject matter, but didn't know what. I did, really didn't know, but Atlanta is a very poignant place uh, for me. I've never lived in the South before. Um, it definitely is its own character. There's a lot going on in Atlanta that that I think makes it a character in the show that like no other show or a way to tackle this subject that no other city can really provide. Um, being in its location. And so I started telling a few different people about how I wanted to do the show about gentrification and nobody was biting. And then I sat down for coffee with Jenica about something. And I was like, yeah, I really want to do this show. And she's like, well, I want to, I want to do that. I want to, I'm interested in that. I was like, what, really? Let's do it. And so we got our friend Red on board and then we kind of looked at each other and we're like, whoa, we're three white women talking about gentrification. Like, that isn't going to work out very well for, I mean, not just like, just unique perspective. And we actually met with um, a consultant who was like, you guys, what, what <laughs> you guys can't do the show with like this. And we were like, okay. So we decided that we wanted to uh, create a writer's room and um, I can let Jenica take it from there. Yeah. So I, I went and met with Meg to ask her advice on producing something else. And then we just got to talking about just like social issues. I had been helping with community college essays for international students. So I was very into uh, just social justice at the time because I had been writing a bunch of essays about it. And so when she brought up gentrification, I was really excited. And then, yeah, we felt very in over our heads after a while because there's so much information. It's so complicated it you know it stems from all these different problems that are associated with it and so um yeah when we decided to come up with the writer's room it was great because it was no longer just us who most of you know the three of us are on the one side of gentrification where we feel like 
we're gentrifying and don't know how not to or what to do differently. And then so we got two black women writers to write with us as well, which we had gone, we had met with a couple different people and they were just like the right fit. One of them, Jacinta Blankenship, she was in an acting class with me and I knew she would be a great person to really connect with our characters because she's an amazing actress. And then um, we had Karen Cisse, who's just like a powerhouse in the Atlanta community and has a lot of opinions and great opinions and pushes us. And so we basically created this writer's room. We tried to shoot the series uh, in 2020. It didn't work out, which was for the best because we rewrote the whole show over the summer. Yeah. Um, yeah. We needed to because things had changed and you know, our perspectives had changed and our show in the past was very, not on the surface, but it, it tiptoed around issues a little bit. And Avery can probably speak to that because he's read all the drafts. But um, I think when we were able to rewrite it, we were able to just be a little more upfront with people about what we're trying to say and just the issues that were, we were tackling because people had changed. And I don't know if Avery, you want to talk on that a little bit. Yeah, no problem. Um, so I came in sort of on the latter part of the project, meaning that um, they had already written scripts and, and had pretty much decided the direction they wanted to go into. Um, you know, and, and the way I came in was through this lady Meg here. Um, actually, I didn't know anything about it, but I was at a, some kind of a seminar or something that they, they were talking about writers and the managers and that sort of thing. And her voice kept coming through with wisdom to these young writers. And so I made it a point afterwards. Um, one of the things that, that, that maybe your, your viewers don't know, I'm also a college professor. So I know a good teacher when I, when I hear one. And this lady was doing some teaching. So I made it my mission to meet her afterwards and say, you know, who are you? What are you doing? She told me about the show. I thought it was a great idea. And I basically, I just pitched her. I said, look, if there were any, if there were any help that you may need, along the way, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. And she didn't hesitate. She said, if we need some help, you know, right. And so she sent me all of the scripts and then, then I wrote my notes and I sent her all my notes back and she sent the scripts again. So we went back and forth for a while as she was working with her group to really shape this into the vision that they, uh, that, that they wanted for this particular um, project. And then, you know, and lo and behold, she had to now then as a producer, select directors for the um, particular episodes. And she very graciously asked me, would I be willing to direct one of the episodes? And I very graciously accepted, you know, because I think it's a great project. They were wonderful people. And, and so that's my genesis there. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. so what is the, uh, what is like the synopsis of, or like the, I don't want to say the one-liner because it's more than just one line, but like the, the impetus for the show. Okay, go for it, Jenica. <laughs> practice. Well, we actually just talked about we we need to fix up our log line still. Yeah. But essentially, we went through so many different phases with this. We wanted to make it a half hour dark comedy, a whole season, and so we can't. Basically, what we knew we wanted was to focus on the street level of gentrification first. So people who are interacting with each other because of gentrification and what that's like. 
to interact with each other. So when people from different communities and backgrounds get together and you've got people coming in who are theoretically displacing the people who are already there, what's that interaction like and how, how does that create conflict and a story? So we came up with characters first um, and we had talked about, you know, eventually we want to delve kind of like the wire delve into all the like layers of gentrification but this season that we wrote is a web series or a digital short form series so we decided okay this is getting really big we were trying to pitch it and we didn't know how because it's a comedy and people weren't getting the tone so we were like let's make it and so this season is six episodes it follows uh how many main characters like five um five or six yeah five or six and each one of them is dealing with gentrification in their own way so we've got um og is kind of like the we call her og because she's the og of the neighborhood her name's ona jensen and she is like you know the pillar of the community and she does not want gentrification to happen she's fighting against it but she also isn't from that neighborhood originally. She grew up in a different neighborhood. So that's a little bit of conflict that happens with her and some of the other characters who live there. And then we've got Janaya, who is a single mom and she's working hard to keep her living situation as rents go up. And uh, we've got Emery, who is like a social justice warrior, young white woman who's like, I live in this neighborhood and I don't like gentrification, but she is white. And so she makes her own mistakes. Um, we've got Mary Margaret, who's the realtor trying to sell all these houses in the neighborhood. So she's got her own bottom line and her own desire to like be a great realtor. And then we've got Louie, who is basically Meg, who is trying to flip a house so she can make money because she's having another kid and she's trying to, you know, create a future for her family. So and then we oh and then we've got Jermaine who is uh our entrepreneur uh he's from the neighborhood and he sees an opportunity with gentrification to make his own way in the world and be the businessman he's always wanted to be so then we just see them interact in this world I'm so but Sarah the line on our Instagram that and we'll work on it but it, right it says a comedy exploring how gentrification affects the intersecting lives of the people in it that's the one-liner right now that's perfect uh I I'm a former gentrifier and as Jenica as you were speaking about each of these characters I uh I know who those in our last yeah. name, like who those people were um yeah. in every situation like in that particular community because and it was awkward. And it, uh, as the folks that were like well-intended white folks moving in, we were like, I mean, this is what we can afford right now. But um, we sheepishly asked one of our neighbors, like who used to live here before it got flipped? And when my husband asked that question, I was like, I don't want to know the answer. I don't want the guilt associated with that answer. I don't, we bought it from the flipper. So anything before that, I hope we didn't do anything bad. Um, but it was a... The, I think the phrase that I heard at one point was gentrification is what happens three months after you move in. So it's not like you're not a part of the problem, but like the rest of the folks are. So that's very, I'm excited. I'm very yeah. excited. Well, you touched, um, we kind of touched on them. There's, there's a lot 
There's so much. And I think that's the reason why we decided to tackle the show is that it, it has so many different levels. Um, and I remember asking a friend of mine who is a self-proclaimed social justice warrior. She, she follows a lot of issues. Um, and one time I sat down with her and I was like, we were drink, we were drunk. And I was like, all right, so tell me like, this is way before the show. I said, so tell me about gentrification. What's your, what's that? And she goes, and she like has an answer for everything. And then she just got real quiet and was like, it's really hard. And I was like, what is the deal with this subject? Like, and it's because there isn't one answer to make it all go away or make it right. Or, and, and, and different people have different perspectives about whether it's good and bad. And sometimes it might be good and for some people and bad for some people. And so it is a very interesting dynamic uh, subject matter, exactly what we wanted to explore in terms of the intersection. So, mm -hmm. and I'm so glad you said the logline, May, because I was like, I didn't answer the question at all, because it's so hard for me to not be verbose about this subject. But I think you touched on something really interesting, Sarah, which is that like the cause of the problem. And I think um, from at least my perspective, that's what I was really curious about is that people who are part of the problem often get to escape the problem because it doesn't affect them, right? And it's so easy just to be like, oh, I'm not, it's not my fault, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and it's not, right? It's not one person's fault, but that's sort of, I think from, because I can only speak from my perspective, from my perspective, what's so interesting about the show um, and the white characters is that, and the gentrifying characters, they're like, is it my fault? Should I do it? But I still want these things. So it's hard. Did your perspective of, uh, of the subject matter, like of gentrification change over the course of like writing, filming, directing all of this? Avery, were you gonna say something? Yeah, I was just gonna jump in, you know, about the whole notion of guilt that, that, that seems to be accompanied with this conversation, you know? Um, that carrying guilt is very tiring, you know, right? It's, it's exhausting, you know, on, on both ends, you know? And, and I think one of the nice things about this series is that although the, it, it does, you, you can't avoid that issue, at the heart of it, it is a people show. It is a people show about people and, and their wants and desires, their, lets, their letdowns, you know, you know and, it, and it's a comedy too, so. <laughs> I don't want people to get so caught up hearing this saying, oh my God, this big issue show, you know, all right. I, I, I'm going to feel this whole guilt weighing upon me. I really want them just to settle back and say, oh, this is fun, you know? And if they come away with learning something or elevating their consciousness afterwards, then beautiful. But most important thing right. is they take a latte or something and sit down and watch a well-wrought production. That's, that's a very good point. Like you need... It's really hard to talk about some of like like heavier subject matter and if it's going to be in a vehicle that is heavy-handed and full of guilt and makes you sad uh i mean some people might watch it i don't know people those people um they probably 